lipstick, junkie debunk, the all in one G came back wearing a smile. Looking like someone broke me, they wanted to unplug me. No one here is on trial, it's just a turnaround and we go. I told you, every day before I went to school, I put it on VH1 because MTV stopped playing videos. And uh, so it would be a lot of like alternative stuff and like rock stuff. Plus, I grew up listening to like old rock though, like nice. The Doors and Led Zeppelin. Like Led Zeppelin and like Queen are probably like my favorite. Like, I love Led Zeppelin and Queen. <laughs> All right, I'm going to cut this off. Yo, welcome back to the ET Podcast, the best podcast on the planet. Yes, sir. And if somebody else got something to say. (laughs) Say to our face. Or if you want to say something differently, (laughs) you know, whatever. No, I'm just kidding. We're not trying to be prideful, but hey, we're trying to be there. I am. (laughs) No, I'm (laughs) But but yo, welcome back. Um, Definitely a new day. Yeah, Um, we got got better energy since the last podcast. so yeah. yeah but yeah so if you guys don't know me my name is eric and i'm trey and this is the et podcast so welcome to all of y'all watching and listening and whatever y'all do to listen to us yeah, yeah. so um, yeah yeah so trey today what we just want to talk about um what was it actually things that make <laughs> you happy in life that like yes. propel you to, to live, live to the fullest. To the fullest. That's yeah. right. Um, so. You know, last episode we said that we lost one of our good friends, and you know, Eric was just telling me before we started. You know, he, he, and I. I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel the same way too. They noticed that Savon really like lived every day to his fullest. Yeah. And a lot of people have said that. You know, I mean, yeah. they said that at his funeral. And it, it couldn't be more true because he was just every second of time was mm-hmm. was precious to him. So he was trying to do all that he could in the little bit of time that he had, and and I think he did quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was one of those things. It's almost like he had the mentality like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. You know. Yeah, well, that is like, so true. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you know. I feel like sometimes people like can tell mm-hmm. uh, they're like, man, like my time or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, dude, living life to the fullest can definitely be because the way how I think it is like, obviously we're here either for a short amount of time. And even if it's like, like 78 years or whatever the lifespan is, 
it's still a short amount of time <laughs> if you really yeah. think about you know all the As progress or like everything that is that is you know throughout the time like especially compared to like eternity yeah like you know? exactly like like time changes and like you said eternity i mean it's something that here in our early mindset we don't we can't comprehend yeah that man living for an eternity you know yeah i mean like it doesn't even it we can't grasp the yeah. concept like how because even when we say when we talk about eternity it was like how does time work but there is no right. time and it's like there's got to be some type of dispensation or whatever yeah you know like so anyway yeah and the only time we have is, is on this earth because going out of space there's no time and that's the right. crazy thing like if you really think about it like yeah you know being in the outside of the atmosphere space doesn't ma i mean time doesn't matter. oh what's that movie you just reminded me the movie with matthew mcconaughey oh uh what's it called interstellar interstellar yeah yeah like how long was he gone he was gone for like months like, or no, something dude he was gone for years because when he came back like his, oh yeah his, his, his daughter was his like old. his daughter was like 80 years yeah. old or something like and that he was still like 30 or whatever age yeah was in the movie dang yeah so if you really think about it you know you you leave earth it, time doesn't matter at all right and like and the only place that times matter is like once you enter the atmosphere mm -hmm. dude that is crazy yeah um so yeah so i i mean i, I feel like i there's so many places we could start but i think one of the best ways mm -hmm. to go about it is once you figure out what it is in life that makes you happy, mm -hmm. you know, all of those things, or you, you know, like a lot of people, a lot of celebrities or wealthy people, you know, let's say I have all the money in the world. I got this and that, but I'm still empty. I'm mm -hmm. still dead inside and all that. Right. So I think the best way, best place to start is to figure out what is it that makes you happy? Is yeah. it family? Is it friends? Is it, you know, it, what what is the case you know so in your case what makes you happy trey i mean of course family mm -hmm. you know god family you know being able to do this podcast you know because this is it's i don't know how to describe the feeling i get from from being able to sit down each week and talking to a microphone <laughs> or make music too right and like Especially with like music, like I want to get to the point, and I said this before, I, I kind of stole it from Andy Minio, but I think it's it's a dope way to put it, because I, I don't know how to explain it, but like he said, I want to hear colors and see sounds. And like to get to that point, whatever you consider that to be, you know, yeah. would just be crazy so like you know pushing towards that goal and like i just i really like to make music i really like sitting down you know talking on this podcast you know especially because we cover a lot of stuff that people don't talk about Dude. you know and uh yeah and my family of course like i mean seeing my nieces you know and and my sister and you know my mom my grandparents and all that like you know it's just my wife of course like i mean we were all just sitting there my me and my uh me denise and our dog 
because the dog finally got a bath, so <laughs> um, she's allowed to, to sit with us now because she doesn't stink anymore. But um, we were all just sitting there on the couch, just laying down, and the dog was laying right there, and I was just like, it's like moments like this. The heater is on, you know, it's so just it's like. warm and cozy. Yeah, it's just moments like that that, you know, that need to be cherished more or you know me speaking personally i need Mm -hmm. to do a better job at cherishing moments like that you know yeah because you don't know how many moments like that you're gonna have that's true like you said like in the movie interstellar i mean i feel like the focus the focus point uh the focal point on the movie it wasn't really about like the discovery and trying to find a answer to whatever that equation was Mm -hmm. but it was about like about like love what? Sorry, I'm trying to make sure we don't get sued. <laughs> so, but um, you know what I mean. Trying to find like finding the 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 significance of love yeah. and what love can do. Yeah. And I feel like once you reach that, I mean, in any way, because you know, I feel like passion, or once you find a passion in in a, a hobby or a need you do, you will all like love is attached to it. Mm-hmm. Or whatever makes you happy, love is attached to it because you love to be there. You love being in those moments, or you love certain things that makes you happy. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, you can't just say, "Oh yeah, I," you know, "I," I. Basketball makes me happy, but I hate it. You know. Right. Like you can't. It doesn't match. Right. But I feel like once you like figure that and whatever what makes you feel like very very happy, that's where you're gonna find the love in it. Mm-hmm. And that's where like things grow into like this whole like in a whole different atmosphere where you start seeing like things so differently. Um, and, and the reason why I say this is because I feel like once you find that passion and goal, yeah, I feel like no matter what happens in life, whether all those tribulations were like, um, you know, um, what's it called? Just yeah, tribulations, worries or whatever, love will over overbound those things over a, oh a i mean over a, over a bound or whatever it's is, some, is that what something it is? like that i but, whatever <laughs> but you know it will surpass all those things yeah and yeah. um and i feel like in here obviously you know god put us for a reason mm-hmm. and um and i, I mean it's I, it's like you know you just reminded me too it's like what paul was saying about you can have that long list of stuff yeah. but if you don't have love then all yeah. of that is worthless well, yeah. you know and uh, another thing he was saying too when he was saying you know um he was going down like a list of all his attributes and all of that mm-hmm. but and then he was saying you know he was the chief of sinners yeah okay. and he was like but all of that oh, pales in comparison to knowing god mm-hmm. you know so I mean that's that's probably the number one thing and I think for us it goes without saying of course God is number one you know but there are things that you are supposed to you know not necessarily like hobbies or whatever but there are things that you are supposed to enjoy in this life and things that you know God gives you and you know you're supposed to steward those things and he gives you those things to enjoy and to um you know and, mm-hmm. and to to just take care of and stuff um 
and yeah i mean i'm <laughs> yeah, because like even like coming you know. up with all this stuff, like I mean, you, we can take it in so many ways, but I feel like once you find that thing that you love and passionate about, mm -hmm. I feel like you're gonna start seeing life in a whole different way, where you're going to cherish all the cher cherish cherish all those moments. You're going to enjoy what you do. Yeah. You're going to start seeing life and living life in a whole different perspective into its fullest. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, like I would always see, what's his name, see uh, Vaughn, <laughs> that no matter what he was doing, he was always singing. Yeah. Yeah. And even my parents would tell me, yeah, I mean, you know, in the Hispanic church, uh, that they will always see him. Like sometimes he would be cleaning uh you know like the windows or doing something yeah like he, he would used always to. always sing mm -hmm. and and that's something that he was passionate about every single like at every moment mm -hmm. and he was living life at that moment yeah because he found <laughs> what he loved to do and he did it no matter what sorry side note yeah. when i when i first got to the department that i work in savon was working there oh was he and you could tell he was like on his way out of the department because yeah. he was about to start like I guess singing and stuff more but he would always we would be doing something called the turnover where we're supposed to be like turning the classrooms over and stuff for the okay. weekend services and all that and Savon would be wandering off on the phone talking to somebody you know how he would walk with the <laughs> phone turned up like that and he'd just be walking down the hallway yeah. you know and he used to piss this one dude off that we work with. He would get so mad. <laughs> He's like, "You need to get over here and help us." Like, oh, he, he would be so on the phone because Savon just be wandering off on the phone and stuff. Because, but the thing is, when he was talking on the phone, it probably wasn't even like just, "Oh yeah, what you doing, man?" Blah blah blah. Yeah, after I get off work, it probably was one of those meaningful conversations that he was having with people. And people was probably calling him for counseling, calling him for advice and stuff. And, you know, even back then, you right. know, before he even got a pastor's title or whatever, yeah. you know. And so I just think I, I just think that's funny, though, that he was yelling at him, you know, and getting mad. Yeah. But we don't even know what type of calls those were. Exactly. You know. But yeah, I mean, that, and, and I mean, that's, you know, good example. I mean, we find a lot of examples in, in anything. And mm -hmm. I was. Uh, you know, just anything. I mean, there's a lot of examples of people living life to its fullest. Yeah. And they could be the poorest people in the world, but mm -hmm. yet still living life to its fullest. Yeah. Um, one example, I guess, uh, dude, I don't even know. I mean, there's like, <sighs> I'm trying to see like more examples of like, somebody that just lives life to the fullest i mean i feel like every christian should because dude we're here to like experience life and i feel like every single day i mean you know that quote like oh yeah you learn something new every day mm -hmm. i feel like that should be like always yeah like yeah every day but dude learning so many things in one day every day and like seeing the world in a whole different way like yeah mm -hmm. two things though so I think, first of all, we need to define what living life to the fullest means for each person. Like, I mean, I, of course, we can't say it for everybody. We can, we can only say it for ourselves. Um, 
so there's that and then also i think about there are a few people like i i don't idolize anybody i don't you know i don't even know what the word is to you i pay more attention to certain people than others so like i said i've i've kind of been in case study i just realized it's actually kind of a negative thing so i'm not gonna say case study um but i've been kind of just following their business moves uh joe budden you know i always talk about him um but kevin hart too have you seen his documentary on netflix what's it called it's called don't f this up and basically it's it's crazy because he you see how much success he has you know i've talked about it before how he has vitamins he's got a, mm-hmm. a draws he's got a fitness thing he's got um a, a a deal with nike for the fitness thing too he's got a movie company produ- or production company and all that like he got all of these things and when you see him on that documentary he's running himself ragged and then also uh, here's the third thing that i just realized too is how do you find that balance of going 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 and then making time for the things that you want to make time for of course you need to make time for your family like if you have kids and stuff like that and it's just like so how do you get to that point too but on the on the the documentary though like i said he was running himself ragged he's always doing something always doing this always doing that like and you can tell like he's tired and stuff and he said at one point on the documentary he said that um he operates as far as like his work ethic and stuff he operates from a place of fear the fear of waking up one day and not being able to provide for his family and everything being gone and now he has to go back to where he came from uh apparently he grew up poor in philadelphia and um him and his family struggled you know most of their lives or pretty much all their lives until he you know made a change but operating from a place of fear i don't think is the best way to go about it you know and i mean that's that's my opinion mm-hmm. you know of course he has his own opinion or whatever but you know so there's that those are the three points you know it's just like figuring out balance um do you keep running and 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 all of that like do you want to keep running and all of that i mean there might be a bunch of things that make you happy Right. But does that mean that you keep going and going and going and going and going? And, you know, I mean, the balance thing, you know, yeah. and and so and then also defining um, what what means, you know, what is what is the definition to you? You know, yeah, dang. Well, I guess in my sorry, in my <laughs> like my point of view perspective, I guess, dude, for me, I guess. What makes me happy? Dang, dude, I don't even know. Yeah, I I like, just, it's just thought like, about it's that. A, it's a hard thing, like. That's what I'm saying. I mean, what makes me happy? Definitely, like you know, music. You know, being yeah. in music, worshiping. Yo, y'all uh, should have saw Eric the other day in Guitar Center. He saw this drum set that he wanted. <laughs> it's like, dude, actually, I I got it. See, see. So, Look at that. He just saw it the other day. We went on Tuesday, and he already got it. Dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Anyway. On Tuesday, huh? 
Yeah. Oh, and the reason why we went there is because we're about to upgrade all of our equipment. So. Oh heck yeah. We're gonna be a full fledged production. Also, I'm sorry. This is a lot of side notes. We're about to move. I didn't tell you that. Oh really? But we're about to. You know, we were trying to get a house and stuff, but I think we're just gonna get a new apartment. Okay. Um. So I'm not gonna say on here where we're moving because he's gotta tell us the address. No. no, but dude, even doing this, like, like doing this, makes me happy. Like, I feel like we're fulfilling, obviously little by little, but fulfilling a goal. Yeah, you know, um, you know, family, making sure that my family is like taken care of, like mm-hmm. that's for sure. Um, and I try to live life to the fullest. I, I feel like right now, what I'm doing, it's kind of like a like a like a platform for where I'm going to like basically push myself from. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm basically like, uh, you know, building foundations so then I can be able to like, like build as high as I can. Yeah. Um. I understand that there are certain time frames, like you know, um, certain seasons in life where uh, an individual lives mm-hmm. uh, for them to accomplish what they want. Sometimes the process might take a short time, but sometimes it might take a, a you know a certain amount of time. But during the time, I feel like is is there's nothing lost unless you don't put like what's it called like effort in it. You don't put down to plan mm-hmm. you don't do nothing to like actually you know know what's going to happen in the future because yeah. otherwise you're going to be stuck in that place and be like oh yeah i'm just in the season of waiting you know i'm just working working okay yeah. but then you turn you know 40 50 are you still working you know what i mean right but i feel like one of the things is knowing what your calling is so then that way you can work towards that goal that mm-hmm that it's that is that is my vision that's what i want to do that's this is what's going to make me live life to the fullest like Mm -hmm. i mean in some type of cases i mean like we're referencing a lot of savan but i feel like his job was freaking cool like i mean just coming in to church you know helping people um you know praising and worship every single time Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's like living yeah living your 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 calling Mm -hmm to to its fullest like i mean and and everybody that does it like you know people that are uh, you know um a hundred like just a hundred percent into their music you know artists or whatever you know they're yeah. they're fulfilling that obviously sometimes you know you can get there and not live your life to the fullest like you said i mean you can yeah. have everything in the world but if you don't do it right you're always gonna feel alone you're always gonna feel stressed it's always gonna, gonna feel, be something missing yeah. so yeah. but but that's the thing and, and like going back to the thing about love is like once you find that mm-hmm. because you know what what's love and, and you know obviously we know that love is god and finding that love that like basically surpasses every understanding or mm-hmm. everything i feel like it's going to make life at a whole different level where you're going to be so in touch with like this is this you know might sound weird but like with nature with you know your spirit realm with all these like crazy things that as a human can experience but obviously we don't we don't really do it because of the uh, tribulations and troubles around the world and worries like you know like that system that oh you gotta go to work and you gotta provide for your family and you gotta be at work for like a nine hour shift like mm-hmm. all those things like you know basically suffocate your, your yeah. calling and then you're like in this vicious vicious circle that you never can get out of it right until you break free but 
I don't know. It's just really the way how you put it. You know, there's so many things because like my perspective can be different for others. Mm-hmm. Some people might just want like to work every single day and just wake up as long as they have enough for their family. That's how they feel happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, because uh, a lot of the times it comes down to like taking risk and a lot of people would be more would would probably be on the long side of uh having stability mm. and being you know make sure my kids are taken care of i'm taken care of blah 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 like i'll live paycheck to paycheck as long as right. we're not on the street you know or, or we don't have food on the table and stuff or whatever the case may be and so um i mean yeah you you have to if you're gonna live your life to the fullest, I guarantee you that risk are probably involved. Yeah. I mean, I think about not to keep bringing this up, but I think about this podcast, for example. Like, I didn't know how we were gonna be perceived. You yeah. know, like what people would think about this podcast. I didn't think anybody would want to hear me, and I mean, I still kind of think that from time to time. Um, because I'm literally just giving my opinion. I'm putting myself out there and giving my opinion. Right. So that's a risk. Losing money, we've been investing into this podcast. Right. We're about to invest again in new equipment and stuff, a new recording program, like all of that. Like we're trying to invest in somebody um, to do video editing and stuff. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's risk. Same thing with music. I put mm-hmm. myself out there being vulnerable especially like with a song like with like that was me being vulnerable the the second verse talking about my wife mm-hmm. like i don't even i like you know <laughs> so i it's just it's, it's it comes down to taking risk and i've always heard that you need to take risk in life and all of that and i used to when people would tell me that i just be like take risk what's wrong with you like don't you want to make sure that everything goes right? I'm like, yeah. what, why would you take a risk? And but I understand now, though, you know. So I, I understand the taking risk part. I guess one thing for me, I still need to get down. Um, you need to learn how to relax because yeah. apparently I still don't know how to do that, you know. And and the the third thing too is living life to the fullest i still don't fully understand that myself so for me to be sitting here talking about it now it's like (laughs) it's like dude i mean yeah i know yeah so i mean a lot of people are not there yet i mean i'm i'm not i'm not gonna say that i am because i'm not yeah i mean but it's like like picturing yourself living life to the fullest like how would that look like yeah exactly how would it look like i i mean the first thing that comes to mind kids no <laughs> completely out of debt okay that's a restriction lifted off completely out of debt 100 percent. like the biggest thing i have for debt is student loans i think that's the case with a lot of people i don't have a ton of debt but i would like to be completely out of debt yeah so there's that i'd have a house okay and of course a car you know, right. a, a nice car. I don't. I used to be one of those people who was like, I want this car. I want the 2011 Dodge Challenger. I want a Jeep Wrangler. I want this. I want that. But now I'm just like, how about I just simplify it? I still want a, a Subaru Crosstrek. If I can just get that, I'd be fine. It's all-wheel drive. <laughs> I mean, I 
it has good gas mileage as long as I don't get one from like the mid 2000s because apparently those have head gasket issues but anyway I'd have a car house of course I'm already married so I don't need to get a wife or anything kids kids would be next um another dog to balance out you know the little one that I have now so traveling I um first place I want to go is Israel you know and actually before I even get to that taking care trying to help out people that are around me like helping out my friends back home financially helping out my family back home financially you know being there more for them if possible you know I I mean there wouldn't be any restrictions you know financially so I could go back home as much as I want you know or whatever and making my own schedule too is a huge thing like I feel like getting to that point is is uh you're really especially when you make your own schedule you're really living your life to the fullest what you do with that time though is up to you so like once i'm past all that traveling would be a thing but then like you said learning new stuff Mm -hmm. and i'm more so into like programming and stuff like Mm -hmm. learning how to you like when we get logic like learning how to use that is going to be a headache but it's going to be a learning process. It's going to be, you know. Yeah. And I'm still trying to learn how to edit video, too. So, I, I mean, it's frustrating to a degree, but Worth still it. learning something, yeah. you know. I, I want to learn how to, uh, how to hunt. I've never fired a gun. I've only yeah. held guns. Never fired a gun before. Uh, yeah, we should go to relearn how to fish. Cause I used to fish when I was a kid, so um, you know stuff like that. Do you know how to swim? No, I still don't know how to what? swim. No, so. Let me teach you at the deep side. I don't want to take the chance on learning how to swim because there's a chance I might drown. Okay, you'll go have it quicker. So, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of other stuff. Get in shape, eat better. <laughs> you know, I, I've been saying another thing too, a huge thing. I've been saying, if I ever got to the point where I had no financial restrictions, I would literally only buy my groceries from Whole Foods. And this is not an ad. I would only buy, <laughs> I would only buy my groceries from Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Or or um, uh, Aldi, but Aldi, I I I'd just go to Whole Foods. Let's go you know, to Aldi. <clears throat> Aldi. I mean, you can get a lot of organic stuff too. This is not an ad. Um, yeah, we're promoting all the whole food. No, we're Aldi not. At Walmart. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I mean, that that's just a few things. I'm pretty sure there's a lot more stuff that I would love to do. Um, but yeah. Yeah, dude, those are a lot of, a lot of cool cool things. Yeah. Uh, to definitely uh, see yourself in a in a. Oh, place. sorry. One more thing. Learning how to like. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if it did, learning how to survive in an apocalypse. So, like, learning how to make a fire and learning how to stitch myself up if I get a cut or something. Basically, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's useful. You never know what could happen, you know? Gabe is good at that. 
Oh, see, I didn't know that. He used to be like this uh, Boy Scout. And he used to be like in this higher, high level, like the highest there is in Boy Scouts. Come to think of it, he does look like a Boy Scout. <laughs> sorry, Gabe. Uh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but yeah. But, so, dude, um, yeah, I mean. I know you got a long list of stuff. No, I mean, I, for me, I would like to not work for sure. Well, you always have to work. No, yeah. but Even in um, heaven, we're going to have to work. But, um. When I say not being able to work, being able to like uh, mentor people for them to that's do my job, no. that's what that's what it is. Mentor people to do my job, uh, but not just that, but being able to make their lives better, make my families better, mm-hmm. uh, travel, sail the world. I'll yeah, like you've been sail. saying that for a while too that you would love to sail. Yep. Yeah, sailing. I mean, you already wear a ton of beanies. You just got to roll it up some more so you can look like a sailor. Yeah, so that. um, Are you gonna wear the uh, the the sweater around the neck (laughs) (laughs) and roll your pants up and stuff? Like not. I can see you doing. Oh my gosh! Uh, (laughs) But living living in my in my in my calling for sure, I would want to do more music and actually travel for music. Mm, yeah, and that's obviously, another thing. you know, getting this as high as we can. Sorry, that's another what? thing. Getting over stage fright. There you go, dude. You got to get over that. Yeah, I'm. A <laughs> speaking dude, of, what have I, what have I set you up for, like, um, for like a gig or whatever, bro? Are you gonna pee your This pants? is gonna sound so lame, but I'm gonna just say it. All right, so I was literally, I was just watching. This is another thing I do. I study how people do their shows okay. how people do concerts i study like how they move around the stage like how they interact with the crowd all of that so i watch a ton of like live concerts like i watch andy minio performing somewhere in germany i watch mick jenkins perform at the vans house in chicago or something vans like house. that vans yeah like the shoe um i watched uh so i watched this thing on youtube called the most lit concerts ever right and one of the the clips that they had on there was ASAP Rocky on his uh, Injured Generation tour. It was for his last album called Testing. Mm. He brought out Drake, and this is gonna sound so stupid. Right. He brought out Drake, and of course he's got a ton of energy and all that. But <laughs> you know, what? I said I bought that vest, right? What vest? I bought this vest. Oh yeah, yeah. I see. And the reason I bought that vest. Is because Drake was wearing a vest on that video, and it just looks so dope. Like I think that's like performance wear, like wearing like a vest. And so I just keep seeing myself wearing like that vest, like like the type of the, the thing. I would wear the same thing to every single concert I perform at. I would come in. I would have on black, like all black or black, some type of black, and I'd have on a pair of like vans or like some nike elements or something because those are shoes to run through you know after performing it probably more so vans uh but anyway i keep seeing myself wearing that vest performing on stage and stuff in my mind coming out with the same energy you know so i mean that's, right. that's so lame like no, i can't believe i good. just said that on mic no i mean that's good i mean but, those are the type of things like little things that matter like yeah. that you see yourself like doing it 
Yeah. So I'm sorry. There's nothing I, I get wrong you. with it. I get no, you. I mean, that's pretty much it for me. I mean, I don't really like a lot of things. I mean, just being able to be not like not not being limited to whatever I want to do. Yeah. yeah. Being able to have enough supply of moolah. Yeah. And the account. So, you know, I bet. And and I mean, once again, too, like money is not everything. Oh, money no. ain't going to make you happy. But it facilitates. You know, but it helps. It facilitates what you want to do. It helps. For sure. It's just like Jesse Duplantis says, you know, religious people will try to say money is bad. It's the root of all evil. But they always take off the first part. The love of money is the root of all evil. It's not money of itself. He was like, you know, if money's so bad, why don't you give up everything that you got now? And people are like, I'm not doing that. It's like, exactly. You need money. You don't I mean, well. You don't even necessarily need money. Money helps you. It's, it just, it's literally money, it a, a tool. It facilitates your living. Yeah, on earth. it's literally just a tool to get through this life. Yeah, you know, and it takes money to preach the gospel and, and it stuff. Takes money you know, to make money. and it takes money to make money too. I mean, that's what we're doing with this podcast. Eventually, we'll be money. making money off of the same thing. And then all the mo- and all the money that we have or that we get, we gotta keep it to ourselves. He's not speaking on behalf of both of us, so we're not gonna help anybody. <laughs> That's terrible. That is terrible. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but we're uh, gonna help people. Yeah, I so, mean, I don't know, and, and like even like the dream that I have, like being able to have a place where people can be uh, can take part of their goals and dreams in our podcast. You can see that here. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to facilitate people that are talented but don't have money, here's a check, do whatever you want. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And not just being that, but being like that platform in which we can like have people come under, I mean, come on top so they can go ahead and set their own little foundation to take them wherever they want to be. Yeah. Yeah, you know for sure. Mean? I feel like that would be like, I think that would be living like like a vision and like a goal for mm-hmm. the podcast itself for this vision yeah for living life to its fullest here um mm-hmm. yeah dude but speaking of uh of living life i just i want to plug two things here uh i know you gotta go he's going to promote something <coughs> cool. no i'm promoting something that is amazing so there is a outreach that one of our friends started called ACFY Outreach. Is it uh, Melanie? Melanie okay. Nicole uh, is the founder of it. And um, if you look her look up ACFY Outreach on Instagram, and um, there's a link in her bio for GoFundMe. Basically, what she does is she has basically like these little miniature care packages that she goes out and gives homeless people. Mm-hmm. You know, people that need help, um, and she keeps them in her car, and and she makes these bags, and the bags have everything from like, um, I call them oodles and noodles, but ramen noodles, Lay's chips, it's got hand warmers, a first aid kit, it's got gum, peppermints, toothbrush, toothpaste, um, it's got, um, I mean, she's got tampons for for women, she's got feminine uh, hygiene products, she's got. Um, uh, there's so much stuff in here so that's what she does and i can tell you 
Yo, it's not a scam or nothing like that. Like she's not keeping the money for nobody. And and she, I feel like she's another person who is uh, who um, is reaching yeah. that point where she's kind of living life to the fullest. Because that's something I know. She has a, a huge heart for people. Yeah. You know, because she's every Wednesday she's in the youth talking to kids and wow. stuff, and then they're mentoring them and stuff, and. Uh, and this is another thing that she's doing, you know. Wow, so that's dope. Yeah, hey, Melanie, shout out. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yo, so, but see, in those type of things, <coughs> like you know, finding what <coughs> you are passionate, and that's what's gonna, you know, make you live life to the fullest. Yeah, whatever it is, man, you can be selling gum at like a freaking. You know, out on the street, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes you happy. Go for it. I mean, you could be selling a lotte. Elotes. I'm saying, bro. You know. <laughs> that was good. Elotes with some, uh, uh, what's it called? I don't like corn on the cob because it gets stuck in your teeth. <clears throat> but it's the best. So if you just put it in a cup and then put all the other stuff on it, I'll eat it that nah, way. Nah, I don't like that because then it's uh, too mushy. It's whatever. gross. Anyway. Yeah, but, hey, for those out there, a little, a little family, uh, try to live life to the fullest and, uh, yeah, whatever it is, man, you can mm-hmm. be doing. I, I know a lot of people out there. Like, there's people, you know, in to be a lawyer, or there, there are people in there to be um, doctors, performers, artists. You know, and everything that you do in life, you service people. You, you yeah. are a servant. Yeah. To to one thing or another. So. Yeah. Yo. Yep. So. Try to live life to the fullest, guys. Yep. We can figure this out together because, like I said, I'm not there. I'm sure, Eric isn't there. You oh, guys probably aren't there, there, but we can get there. We so. can get there. Yes. So, this has been the ET Podcast, episode 46. Yeah, dude. And uh, we are weeks. flying through these episodes, <laughs> man. <coughs> we make it into a year. We're going to do something special for Bro, the year. You realize this month is already over. I know, dude. Like, we just man. got 2020, and now we're almost in February. Dude, this is crazy. Gosh, man. God, it's coming, bro. Yeah, I but hope so. <laughs> Sooner than later, <laughs> I should say. This is the ET Podcast. Eric. Trey. And y'all stay fresh. And we're out. <laughs> God.